0: Guess who's back, 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 back again, again, Mm, mm, again. Guess who's back, mm, back, mm, back, mm, back mm, back, again, again, again. Haven't Mm -hmm. you just
1: missed my voice? Just deeply streaming into your ear canals. Just getting (sighs)
0: all up in there. (laughs) Mm, I truly have. I've thought about the loss ever since I felt it for the first time. Hi, Jess. Hi, Welcome back. Thank you. It's
1: good to be here. Now... Welcome to Salt Story Storytime. I'm Jess Nani, a co-host that has been absent in her duties, returned from the corporate world or war, depending on how you look at it. I am joined today by my best friend and co-host Allison Hillman. Allison, how you how you hanging? Charmed. I'm
0: peachy, to say the least. You're no longer on the pod with your arch nemesis. so I know, right? She did do a wonderful job, and we appreciate her for standing in. I It was so thoroughly
1: enjoyable to listen to your guys' episodes. I had so much fun. You guys have such great banter. So, Kate, thank you so much for letting me take a month off and know that the pod was going to be in fantastic hands. I so appreciate it. And I hope all of our listeners enjoyed listening to you as much as I did so we are going to be doing something kind of fun today this is our last episode of 2022 we have been going since april and we're going to take a break for the holidays and we'll come back in the new year with just bucket loads of shenanigans Mm. for you but in the meantime Mm -hmm. allison i thought it would be fun if we did a little year in review
0: but before we get into that what have you been up to these days i got to see you this week that was crazy I know. Um, I think the highlight would be the Thanksgiving we all spent together. Um, I'm sorry that your family and Brendan's family all got sick, but I'm also a little like worked out for the best because you got to come and join my family for Thanksgiving, which was just so much fun.
1: It was amazing. I had, you know, I am also sad that my family and Brendan's family got sick and we had to become orphans for Thanksgiving, taken in to the <laughs> Allison family inn as it was. But we had so much fun at your aunt and uncle's house and I, the door just opened behind Allison because her cat walked in and
0: I was like, oh my God, it's not October anymore. What is happening? Oh, could you see it this time? <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm, you've missed it every other time. But I yeah, have. it's scary, isn't it? It's awful. <laughs> Although I'm like, not scared now because I'm like desensitized. As long as I'm not like looking up. Chewie's made an appearance. As long as I'm not looking up, like or reading about ghost stuff, then it's fine. Yeah, because I know it's coming. But other than that, you know it's the it's the boy. Yeah. All right, one second. My cat Chewie. Hi, hi, hi. Do you want to say hello to the pod? He's very quiet. (laughs) Did you get anything? I can
1: hear him purring.
0: Oh, oh, he's such a soft purr. Okay, well, while well, he is purring in the background, Jess, tell me about you. How are you?
1: I'm so good. I have been on a journey and a half since I took my little sabbatical. I, for work, went on a really long work trip, uh, to do our big trade show for the year, and it was fantastic and a grand old time. I spent uh, about a week in San Diego. I jumped in the ocean. I got pinched by a crab. Which was fun. <laughs> uh, I got to eat a lot of fish tacos. One of the best fish tacos I've ever eaten in my life, actually. I had a really good fish taco in San Diego that I have thought about many times since, and a lot of good cocktails. I spent a good portion of the week slightly inebriated, which was a good time, but I'm definitely paying for it on the back end. I have the skin of a middle school teenager right now so you know uh drink your water kids but it was really good a lot of good professional development and i don't know i don't want to sound boring but i just i had a great a great little corporate sabbatical and then last week i got to take the full week off and enjoy time with my family i got to come see you at Mm -hmm. thanksgiving which was a delight as always and spent some good quality time with with friends and loved ones and not my family because they were all sick, but uh, a lot of right. good time with with friends and that was a very very loud purr by
0: Chewie. <laughs> he sniffed the microphone. He's never this cuddly and and the fact that he's staying in this position directly in front of the microphone is quite unusual. <laughs> what but what a delight! Thank what you, delight. Schubert, Absolutely. for making an appearance. Mm-hmm. What what are you drinking today, Jess?
1: I am drinking what I would like to call the leftovers of a Thanksgiving punch that I made a couple of days ago. I was in charge of the punch for Allison's Thanksgiving, and I made a very boozy cranberry cocktail punch for her thing. So I have all these like weird little ingredients left over. So today I'm drinking 100% cranberry juice mixed with orange juice, some club soda, and a lot of rum, as well as a shot of lime mixed. I'm calling it a cranberry Caribbean I don't know why. I guess because there's cranberry Cranberry chaos chaos is probably better. I was thinking Mm -hmm. because of the citrus, you know, but I like cranberry chaos better because it kind of is. I just pull a bunch of things out of my fridge and I mix it in a mixer glass. So here we are. I am also drinking an Earl Grey tea that is non-caffeinated because I, again, as we say a million times, I am 45 years
0: old. So how about you? I, in honor of the name of this podcast and in honor of our very first episode I'm sipping on a classic margarita that I made tonight especially for this occasion so we're both bringing it back back to basics here I love it oh my gosh what I have
1: an announcement for the podcast I can take tequila shots now oh really yes not very like gracefully but I drink tequila now when we started this podcast in April, I did not drink tequila. Okay, Huge you didn't. Okay.
0: Wow, but shots, that's aggressive. I can do a shot of tequila. I don't love doing it, but I can, which about nine months ago, I couldn't even get it down. That's fair. I mean, that's that's actually quite impressive. I too am proud when you handed me a shot of tequila this weekend, and I did it. Okay, Jess, well, before we get started, I have a little bit of a surprise for you that I would actually really enjoy talking with you about right now. Okay, wait, Allison, a surprise for me?
1: For you, indeed.
0: For you, indeed. And you and our listeners as well. Okay, I figured that this would be a really good time since this is our first season wrap episode to kind of talk about how far our podcast has come and especially where around the world we are listened to. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Okay. <gasps> Hold on to your fucking asshole right now. You're going to lose your mind. Okay. <sighs> okay, wait. Oh, I just lost it. I got too excited. I clicked away. One second. Audience, there we go. Okay. <clears throat> so, this is a combination of all of our platforms that we stream on. There's, like, probably, like, six or something, right? Yeah. Okay. You The United States. Really? <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> um, we have the United Kingdom, the Netherlands, France, Malaysia, Canada, Colombia, India, New Zealand, Germany, Switzerland, and Hungary. That is so fun. So shout out to all of you that listen in those countries. Please, if you don't follow us on Instagram and like DM us, comment on our post, that like, we would love to get in contact with you. That's so fucking cool. Thank you for your support. Mm-hmm. And what something that I just found out before we started, and I I actually screamed out loud. I'm the only one in this house, and I like screamed with glee. Is that the place, the anchors where we post our podcasts to do all of our things from? Right? They they basically do a Spotify Wrapped for our podcast, and so Spotify oh sends them the information, but it's just from Spotify. And so it doesn't include the other platforms, but here are some of the things that they said. Ready? I'm ready. Okay. For Spotify, the top six countries that listen to our podcast are the US, France, Colombia, New Zealand, and Canada. Your podcast was in the top 15% most shared globally. Fun. That's crazy. Which is insane. And I think they do this just based off of. Are the genre that we put ours in. So, like, we put ours in society and culture. So, of all the society and culture podcasts, um, we were in the top 15% shared globally. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Okay. That's oh so God, fun. I'm, so, I'm going to fucking cry. Okay. Po- Spotify even did this fun thing. So, for all, all of our listeners out there, your podcast personality is, quote, the enthusiast. <gasps> I would agree. Love it. I would Love agree. Love it. All together, we have... Five star rating, at least on Spotify. Five star, Thank through you guys. You guys are you so you guys nice. Thank you so much, who has gone and hit five stars.
1: We really appreciate it. It's really we nice truly, of you. We truly, truly do.
0: Um. Okay. <laughs> for eighty three of our fans, we're a top ten podcast. For a sixty eight of our fans, we are a top five podcast. And for twenty one of our fans, we are number one. Ugh. Thank you guys oh yeah and this is just on spotify isn't that That's insane crazy. okay and overall we have 35 episodes and we have streamed over 2200 minutes 2200 okay i'm just saying and that is oh, Lord. how many how many days is <sighs> that do the math. It says... Oh, I don't even want to fucking know. And editing it has been at least quadruple that. So we created 2,277 minutes of new content, and that is more than 97% of other podcasts in our category. You're fucking welcome, everybody. Absolutely. You guys. <laughs> and we are so fucking happy. Like, I seriously... I'm all smiles. I'm so giddy. This was so cool. Anyway, I just glowing. wanted to put this in. I am. I'm so proud. And we did so well. And everybody's so nice. And... Thank you all so much for your support. Like, I want to cry. This is seriously, Mm -hmm. this podcast has literally saved my life this year. And I I seriously, Mm -hmm. I I cannot thank all of you enough for giving me this outlet. It has truly changed my life. And I simply cannot wait to see where it goes. So Mm -hmm. anyway, Jess, any other things you'd like to add to that? Thank you for making this a surprise for me. That's so
1: fun. I haven't looked at our stuff in a while and that just because I've been, you know, checked out in the corporate world, as I say. So just it's so fun. And like this truly, it kind of started out as like a pet project for Allison and I as like an excuse to kind of like hang out while she was still living in Oregon. And it has just been so fun and like given us an excuse to keep learning things and and learn new skills podcasting is a whole new skill and i mean allison does most of the grunt work on the editing and she didn't have any prior experience really to doing that and she does such a good (laughs) job so um i don't know it's been really fun excited to see in the new year where we uh
0: where we head Mm -hmm. so stay tuned y'all y'all think listening to one of our like Full episodes is long. I listen to it at least four times through, and that's wow. just slowly with pausing. It takes me at least, probably at least eight hours to like you edit each episode. The best but way. I'm also I'm also psychotic and I'm super picky with how things go. Like I'm a, I it, like I'm super anal about it. Like yeah. I cut out things I shouldn't have to it, that I don't need to. Anyway, don't need to get into it now. That's on me. But I like it the way it turns out. I'm okay with it. So okay, I'm ah, okay. All right. Well, without further ado. Should we Let's launch into our recap of the year? Let's do it. Bitchin.
1: So, a la uh, the Spotify wrapped. Allison and I decided to sit down and do a little bit of a year in review. Kind of talk about some of our favorite things from this year. Some favorite memories, as well as the music we haven't been able to stop listening to. The TV shows we haven't been able to stop watching. All that good jazz. So, if you will bear with me, Allison, should we start with music? Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. I think it's pretty obvious what my music has been this year. I've, Taylor i Taylor Swift. Yes. Right. My top three albums are, number one, obviously, is Midnight's by Taylor Swift. I listened to an egregious amount of Taylor Swift this year. If I am not in, like, her top 1% of listeners, I will be shocked. We'll find out. I'll report back. My other two albums, I listened to Harry's House a lot. It's his new album that came out this year. I listened to that a ton. I really, really loved that album as much as I liked his self-titled album, Harry Styles, which we listened to a lot the summer of 2017. The other album I've listened to, it's kind of a surprising dark horse, is Gone Now by The Bleachers, also came out in 2017. And okay. I've been on a big Bleachers kick, and we can blame Jack Antonoff for a lot of the music I've listened to this year, but his own band's album, Gone Now, is really good. I got to see them live in concert this year, and I think that kind of spurred a little bit of a renaissance for me with them. And my honorable mention is a small EP from an artist that I fell in love with earlier this or earlier last year called – her name is Maude Latour, and her EP, Strangers Forever – I've listened to a lot. She has a song called Furniture that I think will probably be either my number one or number two song for the year. So.
0: Okay. That's me. Uh, how about yourself? It's not going to be nearly as detailed as you. <laughs> I haven't listened to much music this year, honestly, which is unusual. I, I most, I've i just only exclusively listened to podcasts. Yeah. Um, so I, I mostly listen to like individual songs. But I can tell you right off the bat that Flogging Molly was probably up there, but it was the same thing where I mostly heavily listened to their album and some of my favorite old songs of theirs before the concert, and I haven't really listened to much since. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a weird Patsy Cline phase there for a sec. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Love. Which is, it's a total vibe. Like, it's a, she's a total mood. And I, I personally, I'm a big fan, big fan. And I would say most recently, Fergie's national anthem would be up there with probably <laughs> some of the most listened to or replayed songs, if you consider it a song. I think. I think um, I do. It, it actually gets stuck in my head at night when I'm trying to fall asleep. It's really frustrating. Dark horse. Um, but <laughs> yeah, just the national anthem. <gasps> but yeah, I don't know that. That's. Uh, That's kind of it for me. I really, I know at the beginning of the year, I listened to Adele's album a few times through Mm -hmm. and her song, Oh My God, is probably my favorite. But Yeah. yeah, honestly, not much, not much music to have here. But yeah. In music news, sorry, Allison, I have to
1: rub it in for just a second. One of the highlights of my year is the fact she's so mad i got taylor swift tickets i'm here on the podcast to tell you all that i am part of the elite two percent that got taylor swift tickets and i'm using my platform right now to shout out my friend bridget's mom amy thank you amy you will never listen to this but just know amy you put in the good fight and we appreciate you (laughs) and you might ruin my friendship with allison
0: because i didn't get her a ticket because i'm a bad friend (laughs) I mean, it wouldn't hurt so much if you weren't going with like eight other people. Like, it was obvious we could have just put like one more ticket in there, you know, but I mean, we had a six person limit. I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's okay. I'll, I'll uh, forgive you one of these days. It will be coming up occasionally when I am trying to manipulate you into doing something. I will use it as leverage every now and then. Okay, I'm going to so, find you
1: a ticket to the show we're going to. I'm going to do my best. <laughs> no, but
0: No, it's okay. It's okay. You really don't have to. I couldn't I honestly don't think I could afford to go anyway. It's just just the thought. You know what I mean? It's just I know. the thought. But it's fine. I I can't afford to go.
1: I couldn't really afford to go either.
0: But <laughs> here we are. <laughs> anyway.
1: Okay. So, music. You said that you listen to more podcasts than anything. This year, I feel like I had that a couple of years ago where I was like, I streamed more podcasts than music, which was kind of unusual for me. What were your top podcasts of the year? As a podcast host, Allison,
0: mm, mm.
1: you're an expert.
0: I would definitely say my favorite murder has been one of mine forever. And let's just go back to episode one real fast. We, Jess and I recorded like our first four or five episodes before like in the month or two before we actually released any so i had done the cokeville miracle or cokeville bombing that i covered for my very first episode i covered it a month and a half before karen covered it on my favorite murder and the day that we released it was just a few days after they released her a version of it and i was like it just seems like i'm copying her i'm not i had this i've had this like anyway fucking karen but that did frustrate me a little bit. But of yeah. course, my favorite murder, two girls, one ghost, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and that's why we drink. Those are my top three. I like ones with really long episodes. Yeah, that you can just kind of keep playing. Okay, I have listened to my
1: favorite murder, obviously, and two girls, one ghost. I don't know that I've
0: ever listened to, and that's why we drink. What's the premise? Paranormal and true crime podcast. Covered by two people what? who started. I know. Covered by two people who started in LA around our age, mm-hmm. and it's it's good. Like you definitely. Like, there's a lot of growth there, and mm-hmm. I saw their show live in New Orleans. That's part of the reason why I went. And so there's definitely like a lot of growth, but they they go on like a lot of tangents, which mm-hmm. is something that I personally do do not mind, but I know a lot of other people do. Yeah. But they go on like a lot of tangents, and it's not necessarily like a. It's more of like a conversation, not so much a, like a they're reading off a piece of paper. Like they always like talk about things and like talk. And I, I don't know. So yeah. if that's not your vibe, I wouldn't listen to it. But if overall, like I really do enjoy it. If you're
1: listening to our podcast, you're clearly OK with tangents and or you just love Allison and I. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Although I do feel like Allison, who edits this podcast, does a good job of reigning in our tangents. She, she does her best. best. So this is the first year that I have strayed away from true crime and paranormal podcasts. That used to be my bread and butter for whatever reason. I think that it's because coming out of the pandemic, I just am struggling. And this, it's the same reason that I have started almost exclusively watching reality television. I just need to listen to like light things or like I stopped reading. read. I used to read a lot of murder mystery books. I have not read like a single really solid murder mystery book this year. I don't know what it is. I just can't, I can't listen to heavy things in the way that I used to. So I'll listen to my favorite murder or two girls, one ghost every so often, but I've really transitioned into more (laughs) silly podcasts, the better way Mm -hmm. to put it. But oh, really quick side tangent. One of my coworkers, her house is haunted. She had a ghost In her house, in front of four people, ring a wine glass. No one was touching the wine glass. And the wine glass did that. You know when you cover the rim of a wine glass Mm -hmm. with water and it, like, makes that god-awful noise that hurts you? You're familiar. (laughs) Yes. They were sitting around in a living room and all of a sudden one of their wine glasses just started making that noise. And no one was touching it. And they all saw it. Isn't that
0: awful? That's insane. So, so not fun for her. So, anyway, that's... there's But kind of iconic. Like, ghosts rarely do it in front of multiple people.
1: I was like, ma'am, that's crazy. So, Mm -hmm. uh, they're looking into having somebody come and take care of their house, which I do not blame them.
0: So, did you have any podcasts that you did listen to?
1: I did. I did. So, forgive my tangent there, but... My top three podcasts this year were number one, by far, the podcast that I wish that I had thought of is called Normal Gossip. And if you have not listened to Normal Gossip, drop what you're doing. Well, finish this episode, but go listen to Normal Gossip from the very beginning. The whole premise is this journalist that lives in New York City got bored during the pandemic and basically was like put out a hotline and said give me your juiciest gossip and i will anonymize it and i'm gonna read it on a podcast so she always has a comedian join her and she tells them a gossip story that was submitted by listeners and it is her writing is incredible the way she presents it is so fantastic without being like reading too like reedy off a paper you know hilarious like belly laughed alone in my house like my like crying that I do when I laugh so hard mm-hmm. this podcast has done it done it all it's incredible it's truly one of the best podcasts I've ever listened to so good my other what's two, it called again normal gossip normal gossip okay it's so good uh shout out to Taryn who introduced me to it it's so fantastic but my other two were bachelor party because I've gotten really into the bachelor this year <laughs> than last year to be fair, but I really love Bachelor Party. It's a Bachelor recap podcast that is just so funny. And then my other one is of course The Bald and the Beautiful with my girl Trixie and her girl Katya talking about
0: air conditioning. It's great. It's a good time. So <laughs> not just air love conditioning to hear but what they think about air conditioning. Cause I think that'd be a very funny conversation. They...
1: Are obsessed with it. You should just listen to an episode without knowing anything about them. It's a grand time. But uh, yeah, so those are my podcasts this year. I feel like I'm a lot more critical of podcasts now that we have started doing a podcast. Like I feel like I can hear the editing in a way that I couldn't before, which is kind of crazy. Isn't that crazy how you can pick up on that now? I notice it in TV shows too, when they've spliced dialogue together.
0: Yes, or when they cut off somebody talking because it sounds Mm -hmm. like this you know Mm because instead of it sounds like this it sounds like this like you can tell that there was Mm -hmm. a very brief pause between words or a comma and I don't know yeah I can tell too and it's like so I guess one of the things when I edit I try really hard to avoid that Mm -hmm.
1: I don't know it's so it's such a weird little thing that I pick up on now The there's a TV show that I just recently finished called The Big Brunch with Dan Levy from Schitt's Creek in it. And there is a host that clearly was not miked correctly when they were filming. And you can tell that they had to have them come back and like voice over themselves several times an episode. It's so annoying. (laughs) I wish I wish I couldn't tell. Like, I wish that I didn't notice these things anymore. (laughs) It's so dumb. But yeah, so that's podcasts for me. Speaking of television shows, Allison, besides what I know is going to be your obvious answer? Ghost Adventures.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. What, that's what have you probably been my, my, Ghost Adventures, my number one is probably... I watched The Crown, but I haven't watched season four yet. But I did binge The Crown, which was really good. But I I think it's really hard for me to adjust between, like, every two seasons to new actors. Like, it feels like a brand new show. And so I just wasn't, like, in the mood for it. And I've been kind of like you. I've really been in the mood for just trashy reality TV recently.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I'm re-watching Too Hot to Handle. That's where I'm at. And, uh, which is a low for me, but it... I know there's a certain vibe that comes with it and it's just lighthearted and mm-hmm. funny and you just get mm-hmm. to pretend like you're better than everybody else. So truly. You watched Love is Blind, right? We talked about this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That would probably be another one as Love is Blind, but so I said Ghost Adventures, probably too hot to handle, The Crown, and I I don't know if there were I'm sure there were others, but I can't think of any off the top of my head. What about you? My TV shows also coming in at number one is The
1: Crown. I did just finish season four this week. It was masterful. And I think that they are doing the Diana story, the justice and the truth. We'll say truth. That's the word we'll use. The truth it deserves. The thing that I find fascinating about The Crown is the guy who directs it and like writes it. He wrote the movie The Queen which I don't know if you've seen but it follows the week of Diana's death and how the how the royal family responded to her death and like how they handled it poorly and it's basically like a love letter to the queen of england it's very interesting and the guy who writes the crown who's did this movie is a royal apologist but i feel like he does such a good job of simultaneously throwing a middle finger up at the royal family while also very lovingly taking care of the queen it's very interesting Hmm. yeah she may she rest in peace so i really the crown is really good and when you are ready for the transition into these new actors season four was excellent i very much enjoyed it but uh my other two are survivor i became a survivor head this year (laughs) that is something that's Mm -hmm. very new i've watched probably I would say 12 to 16 seasons in the last 12 months. I absolutely love it. It is so fun. So, so fun. So the current season is great. Amazon Prime. Get on it. Uh, The other show I did was Things We Do in the Shadows, which is a comedic vampire show shot like a documentary. Allison. I cannot recommend it enough. (laughs) It's on Hulu. Okay. It is the perfect balance between escapism and that kind of like dark ghostly thing that you're also craving. So it's hilarious. It's shot kind of like The Office where it's, like I said, documentary style, like faux docu-style. So funny. So, so funny. So those are my top three. But
0: uh, yeah, I don't know. That sounds lovely. Yes. Did you ever really get into Big Mouth? No, I did not. I've seen a lot of clips on
1: TikTok, but I've never watched it.
0: Okay. I mean, once you, like, get past the super raunchy aspect of it, which mm-hmm. it took me a minute to really, like, be like, accept, like, holy shit, there's a TV show, mm-hmm. like, it's legal to, like, do this and show this and stuff. It's so good. I rewatched that too. So that actually probably be in my top as well. Mm-hmm. And I also watched their spin off series, Human Resources, which is so funny and so clever. Oh, my gosh. So I, I would that. 110%. And it's like a great show that you can like kind of have on in the background every yeah. now and then. And it's it's so funny and it's so clever. So I would definitely recommend that you watch mm-hmm. that. And then Human Resources. It's brilliant. Amazing. So. Amazing.
1: So what you're saying is, is it could be a replacement for when I watch the same season of Broad City over and over again in the background while I clean?
0: Yes. Yes. Amazing. But you're definitely going to want to pay attention a little bit because, like, there's so okay. many funny one-liners and stuff. Yeah. See, that's where I'm at. I've watched Broad City all the way through, like,
1: caringly paying attention. And now it's just, you know. Sure. Background noise in a good way. Not so any. the only category that I forgot to have us do that I wish I had done is books.
0: Yeah, I, I was going to ask you about that. I haven't read a book this year. I'm not going to lie; I can't force myself to sit down and do it. I'm having a really hard time with That's it. Okay. But I would like to know your top three books, if you wouldn't mind. I would love to tell you my top three. Books. No, I was I wanted to ask. I was going to ask. I would okay. love to know.
1: All right. So I am a crazy person, and I track my books in a bracket.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs>
1: So I have a March Madness style bracket for the books I've read this year. I was just going to say, it's
0: just like March Madness or like Uh, when like people fantasy football or something like, yeah, that's pretty insane. It's comical. But I, scientifically, based
1: off of my past self writing in this bracket, my top three books right now are, the first book I read this year was called Once There Were Wolves and it is a phenomenal book set in scotland a great audiobook allison if you're looking for a little audiobook moment but it's set in scotland about a woman who studies the bio culture of wolves and like they've reintroduced wolves into the scottish highlands and the book, there's like a little bit of a, a mystery aspect to the book. There's a little bit of romance, and it's written very ethereally. The plot mm-hmm. gets lost in some places, I will say, but I thoroughly enjoyed it, and it was, and I thought it was going to be my top book of the year. My second book is "Crying in H Mart," who is by the woman who frontlines the band Japanese Breakfast, and it's about the grief over her mother passing away, and it is a beautiful memoir. So, so incredible. She is a fantastic writer. Uh, I read it in one day. I cried. I laughed. It was so good. And as of right now, my third book, this, this could be up for debate going into this next month, but my third favorite book of the year is I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy. And again, Celebrity memoir coming in hard hitting, but it's about the woman who was in iCarly. And I mean, it's a pretty internet famous book. So you should probably have all seen it in some regards. So I won't explain the plot, but her mom was abusive and it's about her talking about her relationship with her abusive mother and it's again incredibly written so those are my three my honorable mention would be this book called the scent keeper that is written entirely from the perspective of someone who has an incredible sense of smell and usually in books like descriptors are hearing or taste or feel or whatever it's very rare that you have somebody that viscerally writes smell and it is this author. I've read her other books and she does it in all of her books. But this book is like very much dedicated to the art of writing about smell, even wow. though it's a fiction. It's, it's fictional. There's like a whole like it's a, it's a plot. But like the main character has this insane sense of smell. And that's how she perceives the world is through her nose. And it's beautiful. It's also a very beautiful book. The plot gets a little bit funky towards the end, but the writing is incredible. So those are my books for the
0: year. A grand old time. That's lovely. Those all sound uh, very interesting. One of the things I love about you is you really do do read like a diverse uh, kind of like, you don't just stick to, sorry, Rue's on my lap if you hear purring. Um, (laughs) You you don't just stick to like one genre. You're really good at like reading a bunch of different kinds of books, you know, like fantasy, young adult, like mystery, um, ones for just educating yourself stuff like that Mm -hmm. I'm always interested to hear about what you're reading because it's just so far from anything I can relate to I'm just like what a world well and it's so funny because I read all these like really cool
1: high like very incredible what I would refer to as literature and then I also simultaneously have read 15 books about smutty blue aliens this year I am still on, for those of you who know from TikTok, I am still reading the Ice Planet Barbarian books. I have seven of them left. I have read 28 of them. As of today, I finished one of them today. (laughs) I am going to finish this Godforsaken series. (laughs) I am so close. (sighs) Anyway, so yeah, those are the books I've read this year. And I am about I'm close to hitting my 100 book goal. So should be fun. Now, Allison, those are our highlights. Those are our our pop culture moments. Thank you for indulging me in this. I think to wrap things up, I would love to hear three things from you. One, what are your three favorite things that you have done this year? Or your favorite memories, your favorite
0: moments? Right. Give us your top three highlight reel. Scotland, obviously. I, I mean, I obviously talk about it literally any chance I get. So I would say that's number one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, new orleans was also really fun that little adventure probably shouldn't have done it though financially not not wise and then honestly starting this podcast is probably the most significant like it's been like it's been a rough year for me personally mm-hmm. so this podcast was very comforting and it was a great distraction and I I really like researching has kind of been my reading for me because like mm-hmm. I do read a lot of like articles and I'll like skim through books that were written by maybe the person in the story so mm-hmm. I wouldn't really do much reading or educating myself if it weren't for this podcast so it's been it's really come in clutch mm-hmm. for me so I would say honestly that's probably number one and then yeah Scotland and And New Orleans were pretty good as well. What about you? Amazing. Well, and
1: you are just, to echo your researching stuff, you are so good and thorough about researching your podcast stories. And I just love having you tell me stories. It's so fun. So. Thanks. And it's a fun way, excuse to say hi to you. I don't know. (laughs) It's nice. Yeah. Uh, My top three, I've had a big year. I've had a very big year, personally, of just, like, random very cool things happening to me it's also been a hard year for growth but like i have had some really cool things my number one would be in getting engaged to brendan i think that's something that we've been working towards and thinking Mm -hmm. about and really like went in with as much forethought as we possibly could for something like that and i'm really proud of us for taking this next step and i'm really excited for next year and getting married and stuff but getting engaged was definitely the big highlight for me my other two Or a little bit silly, but my family went to Disneyland for a week this spring and it was really both so fun and so healing coming out of the pandemic and getting to spend time with them. And my dad had switched jobs and was able to truly unplug for the first time in a really long time. And it was lovely to just kind of be a kid again for a minute and eat Mickey Mouse donuts and i got drunk in california adventure and it was truly just it was so fun it was so fun i rode space mountain drunk it was great i probably shouldn't say that because my mom listens <sighs> this podcast sometimes bet. but <laughs> i did i did get a little bit inebriated and rode space mountain that was the last ride we did space, space mountain space. that's brave that's bold we were like not drunk drunk is ex- exaggeration we were definitely like tipsy but it was it was so. the so motion fun. you
0: didn't have like the spins the motion sickness wasn't in yet. No, because no. the space mountain I can't imagine anything worse because it's dark a bunch of like lights whooshing by turns you don't expect. But I respect it. I would honestly probably do the same thing. It was it was so fun. And then I lied. We actually finished the day with teacups because that's how I finished. It's
1: always the last ride I ride in Disneyland is teacups. And then my other top three thing is. I had the second happiest day of my entire life this year, aside from getting engaged. It is mortifying, but it's true. I got to see Trixie and Katya live, like, four rows back with one of my very close friends. And it was truly one of the best. Like, even thinking about it just makes me very, very happy. And it was just... this, This year, I feel like, has been leaning into like the things my inner child wants and giving her those things and this was one of those i put on a lot of pink eyeshadow i wore a baby doll dress like i went barbie pink and it was so fun so those are my awesome those are my top three and i got bit by a crab in the ocean which i for whatever reason really just like tickles something inside me so I'll take it I'll take it 2022
0: (laughs) all right yeah
1: what do you think the biggest lesson is that you've learned in 2022 I know that it's been a really hard year for you and I think you have weathered this year so magnificently considering everything that's being thrown at you but I'd love to hear what the biggest learning thing I'm phrasing that poorly but you know what I mean
0: I know what you mean the biggest lesson honestly I think like one thing is like and I I don't mean this like in like a bad way necessarily but like I have like you have absolutely no control over your life for the most Mm -hmm. part like we are just on a rock hurtling through space and it's like the economy, the world is just changing around us. We don't have the power to fix. It. okay, mm-hmm. this is gonna it just sounds so negative right now. but like no, what okay. the point I'm trying to get at is that like things will happen in the time they're meant to mm-hmm. and I can't force something to happen just because like I don't want to be where I am.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: you know, like I, I think I definitely feel some shame for having had to like move back from Oregon and having to move back in with my mom, but it's also just like I'm also so grateful. Mm -hmm. to have her support and to be able to kind of just like regroup from everything. But I think that honestly, like the biggest lesson is just like, just be happy with where you're at and things will happen when they're meant to. Mm -hmm. And just, I guess more just try to like live in the moment as much as possible. Yeah, but absolutely.
1: Absolutely. It's also, I think to piggyback off of that, I think it's also a thing of it's okay to go home. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. you just need to go home and that's okay. Mm -hmm. So I would say my biggest lesson that I've learned this year is that it's okay to say no. Mm. And I think that boundary setting has been a really big thing for me over the last two years, but I think beyond boundaries, I think this year has been, it's okay to say no. And also it's okay to be a girl. I think that's the other big thing is, is I feel like I've had immense growth with embracing my femininity this year in a way that is like i how do i describe this i think that i used to find a lot of shame in being a girly girl and i very much i like to joke i'm a recovering pick me girl and i think this (laughs) year has been beyond i used to say this thing every year on my birthday that like i was bad at being friends with girls and that i was grateful for allison for being like my girlfriend that always got me through and whatever. And at this point, like I have a, I have like a big group of women that I hang out with and I see regularly and all of these things. And I think this year has really been embracing the fact that I am a woman and I am really happy to be a woman, despite what culturally is spit at me all the time. I am, I love loving pink. I love being a pink girly and I love saying things like, I'm a girly, you know, and that's something that even like a year, two years ago, I was so wrapped up in what men thought of me, even not even in a romantic way, but like what men would perceive me as of like, oh, she drinks pink sour beer and is wearing a lot of makeup, like gross. Where now I'm like, I want to wear pink eyeshadow, and I'm gonna wear pink eyeshadow, and I'm gonna, it's gonna be great. So Mm -hmm. I think that's been my big,
0: my big takeaway. I don't know. 2022, man. It's been a year of lessons for sure. I'm Mm -hmm. sure next year will be too. So absolutely. To end on a little bit of a lighter note
1: before we, before we log off for 2022, what has been your favorite episode of this
0: podcast? Is that bad of me to ask? <laughs> no, not at all. I was thinking the exact same thing. If you didn't ask it, I was going to. Okay. I – it's hard to say because, like, there are some stories that, like, I love more than others. Like, I love telling. Mm-hmm. There are also some stories that you told that I love more than others. And so it's... I'm trying to figure out, like, the best one if we – Split it out. Maybe each Split of ours. Up. Okay. Mm-hmm. I – I really enjoyed the Night Witches episode and or the I guess the Amelia Earhart episode two. That one mm-hmm. was really fun. I think that I just felt very uplifted and happy after that. Mm-hmm. And I think the Night Witches is just one of my absolute favorite stories ever. And I I don't know. I think that's the one that I probably feel like best about. And it's one of the ones that mm-hmm. I like to recommend to people who mm-hmm. ask about which episodes to listen to. And also the confessions episode where we got everybody's confessions and read them. Mm-hmm. That was definitely up there with one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? I think my favorite episode
1: and the episode that I recommend to people from the 3 two, one shots genre is I really love our period episode. I loved talking about it with you. I loved the way it turned out. I think that it's a really great episode and talking about experiences that – we all have, and and I just I really was very proud of that episode from a storytelling standpoint. Ah, uh, we have so many good ones. I think my favorite story that I've told you is probably my peeves, the poltergeist story. <laughs> I just had a time and a half researching that story. I thought it was so fun, and I think my favorite story that you've told me. Actually, I take that back. I think the pioneer story I told you was one of my favorites. Having my dad on the podcast was really fun, but both of them are really good. I think my favorite story that you've told me was probably the uh, terracotta warrior or soldiers mm. story and just, like, how crazy that was. And I could just tell you were having so much fun. Uh, it was so good. I love Telling that. me all about it. I learned so much. And, you know, honorable mention to the multitude of plane crash stories you <laughs> told
0: me. Only, like, two. Only, like, two. Actually, I only told – I told Kate one. So. So. But, but the, I, I did want to say real fast. Your James Char- James Charles story was great. Hilarious. I had a good time with that one. Wow. Sorry. I'm so glad. But, yeah, the the plane crash
1: one that you told me about the plane that took off with the fuel thing. The, that collided Literally on the runway? Literally everything that could go wrong going
0: wrong. I think yes. about it every time I get on an airplane. So it really last, left a lasting impression. <laughs>
1: Okay. How did but you feel
0: about the one I, I told Kate that you to? I haven't had the to. chance to
1: listen to it yet.
0: You keep me posted. Let me know what I you will. think.
1: I will. I'm gonna You're going to hate
0: it. I'm
1: sure I will. I'm going to take a long shower tonight and I will catch up, but... Okay. Uh, anyhow. Well, I don't know. It's been... 2022 has felt like the most normal year since the pandemic started, but it's also been rife with a lot of tragedy and a lot of lessons learned but also a lot of bright moments and and good spots so i don't know excited to go to 2023 and see what lessons to be learned and hopefully more bright spots and more good food await but uh allison this has been so fun what a great way to end 2022 with our lovely little podcast
0: Mm-hmm. It's been so. an absolute delight, and thank you everybody who listened, who's listening, and who enjoys the show. And your support has just been wonderful. And we, it's something we very much enjoy doing, and we look forward to resuming again in January. Can't wait! Can't wait! All right. See you next year. <laughs> oh, good one. Yep. See you next year. <laughs> Bye. Bye.